Hi, and welcome to Hack the Net, where every week we take a deep dive into the deepest, darkest recesses of the internet and try to find something interesting or even comprehensible. I'm Matt Heron. I'm Jeff Kowalski, a.k.a. the White Hat Hacker. I'm Louisa Heron. Black Hat Hacker, I guess? That's the bad one, right? Yeah, that's Who, the like, evil steals one. all your mm-hmm. bitcoins. Yep. yep. Puts them into a big bag. Tiptoes away. Yeah, I'm wearing a domino mask. <laughs> <laughs> you have a big sack on it that says Bitcoin. Yeah. It's it doesn't have the Bitcoin. No, it doesn't have the logo. No, it, it, does says, have that. it says the word Bitcoin in impact font, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> Would Bitburglar be a good username yes. for something? Or a good DJ name? DJ oh, Bitburglar? Yes. You would have to be one of those uh, DJs who only make songs using Game Boys. Oh yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> yeah, but oh, that's man. great! Everything about that is great! That is fantastic. I wish that I had a reason. I wish I, I might start a DJ career just so I could be DJ Bitburglar. Uh, okay, we good. all have to start so many musical careers just because of the names we've thought of. Uh, that's true. Oh no, so, I have to do juggalo burden. music, huh? Oh yeah, that's right. You're going to become a juggalo. Yeah. I forgot that that was a through line. Yeah. That we I've been drafted into the juggalo <laughs> army. <laughs> it's because uh, you didn't put rest in peace on your headstone. <laughs> Wait, what would it be for Juggalos? You'd have the picture of the Hatchet Man, but you would put uh, no, not rest in peace. None of us know enough about yeah, that's <laughs> fair. clown possible. Whoop whoop, much clown picture. love. Yeah, if you don't put whoop whoop on your tombstone, you don't get to join the army? Wait, I don't that's know what I want anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and of course, Jeff is going to be a country music superstar. Yep. Are you, Jeff? Mm-hmm. What's your name again? Uh, yeah, Jeff. Oh, wait, Tell me Jeff. right now. Tell me this very yeah, second. Jeff, don't forget that we came up with that really great uh, country music name yep. for you that you no, I, right now. No, I remember it. It was Frankie yep. McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> so terrible. What? Yeah, I'm a country lounge singer. <laughs> Frankie <laughs> <McDonald>. <laughs> How many Scottish country western singers are there? Is it just because of McDonald having a farm? <laughs> Yeah, that's where I got my start. I wanted to honor old MacDonald. This country artist might go on tour with DJ Bitburglar, because they're both McDonald's hamburger themed. Yep, and Major McCheese, like Major Laser, I don't know. Uh, No, no, I don't like it. Uh, well, listen. Okay. Listen, marketing executives have been trying to figure out how you can spell Ronald McDonald with a bunch of numbers in it for 20 years now, and they haven't done it yet, so. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. It's, the, it's that, it's the math puzzle that was written in the, uh, the margins of Foucault's textbook when they found him dead. <laughs> yeah, it's the missing pages of the Voynich manuscript. <laughs> yes. It's the probably solves in Goodwill Hunting. It's the unified field theory of jokes. <laughs> if you were able to achieve it, why would that be funny, though? Well, you can't conceive of it being funny because it's so impossible, Louisa. Can't you just make zeros be the O's and be done? Oh with my it? God, Louisa! You've got a beautiful mind. <laughs> Oh, yeah, my invisible friends who talk to me and help me figure out math are all the fry guys. You're writing on your computer screen in wax pencil, and then you're like, wait, this doesn't help. I can't see it now. (laughs) You need to go to a webpage that's all black so that you can see the things you wrote. Yeah. You and I'm to, like, Birdie, does this seem good? And she's like, ah, egg McMuffin. <laughs> Is that all she says? Shine okay. a black light on your computer screen so that you can 
And then Grimace steals your mathematical theorem. What's happening? Yeah, rubble, rubble. <laughs> okay, Louisa, <laughs> what got you through this week? Ah, <laughs> uh, it's funny. We're approaching Easter here in the calendar year, and yep. last Easter I bought the game uh, Dragon Quest Builders. <clears throat> last Easter. I gave you $60 for a game the very next day. Jeff, put that song at the end of the episode. Yeah, thank you, Jeff. Yep, I will put Last so- Easter at the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> we- it's the latest hit song from DJ Bitburglar. <laughs> we need to stop writing songs during the show that don't exist. Uh, it's true, we're giving away gold here. <laughs> Someone's gonna, someone's uh, gonna write so, all these songs and make a million dollars. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so, uh, because the weather's been turning warm, I've been thinking about that again, and I've been playing it again, and I love it still. It is oh, the game. weather outside is getting warm, <laughs> and the sun is so delightful. Did any of us ever play Minecraft? No. Yes, I did. Is it, yeah, is it uh, Minecraft? Is it good? I'm assuming. I mean, like, I know Dragon Quest Builders is pretty good, but I can't tell how much of that is because the game is good, and how much of it is because it yeah. reminds me of good games I liked when I was a kid. Okay, Minecraft is is very good in that um, it has like the biggest possible game world. It's randomly mm-hmm. generated and it's the kind of world that you can get lost in and the randomly yeah. generated environments don't feel uh, sloppy. It all feels like very intentional. Um, now, now, when you say it's a world you can get lost in, are we in a Captain N falling into the game scenario here? Because I do not Yeah, yeah. That. No, you have to buy the uh, guide to Minecraft and then when you get to the fifth page of that book, you uh, get sucked inside of it and go into the Minecraft world. Uh, yeah, okay. if you Do die in Minecraft, you die in real life. This? It wouldn't hurt! <laughs> yeah, you have to play it in VR, um, and you also have to make sure that your dad got lost in Minecraft earlier. Mm. You have to be a real <laughs> VR trooper, am I right, guys? Yeah, mm-hmm. light cycles. Oh, by the way, speaking of insane premises from TV <laughs> shows from the 90s, mm-hmm. I have downloaded all of Cleopatra 2525. Oh, no. Oh, God. I'm going to watch it. <laughs> Uh, what was the purpose of that? I thought it was a kid's show, but it's actually, like, prostitutes maybe, or something? Maybe a perverted show, yeah. Oh, um, it was like Barbarella in my mind. Okay, yeah. yes. Okay. So, we'll um, see. Yeah, so we'll see. It, uh, most of the quality, I would say, of Dragon Quest Builders is the basic premise of Minecraft, but put in a more pleasant-to-look-at world that's also full yes. of things you remember from your childhood. Which is what I love about it. I yeah. really love that game. Just seeing those little slimes bounce around on the grass oh, is God. so cute. Oh man, did you guys see? Maybe I'll make this my thing from that made me good to have be in Uh-oh. the week. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think you are good because you're falling apart. Uh-huh. Uh, I'll make it my thing that made me have to good be happy good in the week, like I said. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, wait, uh, are we ready to move on from Louise's thing? You guys played, you both have played, uh, Dragon Quest Builders? Yeah. Yes. I should get back into it, because I only got through, like, the first three chapters of the story mode before I really I like, yeah, bored. story mode. Story mode, totally not important. You can play through that way, and that's fine. You get a little ending. Uh, completely unnecessary for this game. But I find it very interesting and strange that the story they've decided to go with is help these people rebuild the world, and hey, listen up, fucko, because you are not a hero. And it just keeps giving you that message over and over, and then the game ends. <laughs> that's quite odd. I, yeah. I think that's a good, bold stance to take as a video game, though. You are not good at this. <laughs> I love that they're like, no, please 
don't try to defeat the bad guy. Just, like, build a castle, chill out. Yeah, yeah, because infrastructure engineers are the real heroes, right, yep. guys? Yes. Braver than the troops. Industry. True. Um, Science and technology. I'll just throw it in here, actually. There was a trailer for a CG animated Dragon Quest movie that oh. is coming out. Uh I don't know what's happening in it because the trailer was in Japanese, but it doesn't look like all those CG animes that look awful to look at. It looks like a Pixar movie or a DreamWorks style Hold on, movie. do they keep the art style of that artist who I don't know who they are, but they did Dragon Ball Z? Akira Toriyama. It's vaguely his art style. All the monsters huh. are pulled right from the game, but the characters look a little different. Hmm. Now I'm looking at uh, uh, I'm looking at a still picture of this, and the guy who's the main guy looks a little bit like that Akira Battle Angel girl, where Alita? her face Battle is Angel? bad. Alita, that's the one. Yeah, but it's not a live action movie, so it's fine for him to look like a weird uh, CG monster. Is it though? I don't like yes. looking at her, even when she's not with humans. Mm. Clips of that. The- the reason why she looks bad is because they are trying to be like, ah, this is a person that could walk around in the normal world. I don't agree. Those eyeballs are upsetting. <laughs> like, if you hit her too hard, they would just pop right out. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I mean, that's the problem with trying to make anything that's drawn in anime style more realistic, mm-hmm. because that's all of them. They all look like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. speaking Pokemon. of which, you guys see the casting for the uh, Cowboy Bebop TV series? No. Be really yeah, I'll, I'll believe that that, ha- that will exist when I see it, and maybe not even then. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it, I don't know how you're going to adapt that for an audience that's not intensely Japanese, but uh, I, it, it would be good. I mean, what's his name? John Cho? Is that the yeah. main guy? Oh, is he in it? Yeah, he's, he's the main guy in it. The main guy in it. Doesn't that guy, main guy have, like, a crazy mop of hair? Am I thinking yeah. of the right show? Mm-hmm. Yep. Does he have that? We uh, haven't well, seen they, yet. Yeah, they okay. haven't. They just released the cast. They didn't release any photos of them on set because, as Jeff said, there's like a 65% chance it will never even start getting made. Yeah, okay. They've been trying to make this since the cartoon became popular in America. Uh, Keanu Reeves was as that show it for a long time, and if I'm being honest, I don't hate that idea. I think that would have been fine. because I, I think he's too old now to the point he's where he's- He's way he too old now, yeah. Left. Because, you're right, Keanu Reeves would have been the perfect Yeah, he does look like the anime guy, kind of. Yeah, he would have been so good, but that Spike is such a, like, sort of drifter character, and once you get to a certain age, being a drifter just makes you sad. Yeah. I think that, um... waits at that point, right? Yes, exactly. (laughs) I think that Spike, there's, like, a sort of common trope in, uh, cyberpunk future anime where the main character has, like, a western name and is, like, half or a quarter Japanese. Mm -hmm. I think that applies to Spike as well, which would have made Keanu Reeves the perfect cast also because he's a quarter Japanese. Oh, is he? Yeah. Yes. Uh, he's 27 years old, according to his, uh, Spike Spiegel's Wikipedia. Yeah, Keanu is double that. Oh, I thought you meant Keanu Reeves was 27 years old, according to his own bio, and I'm like, uh, you That know would what? be amazing! Yeah. You know what? That's bold, and yeah. I stand by it. Yeah. He hit 27 and just stopped? <laughs> like, I would love it if, if somebody was just like, no, I am 27, what are you, like, what are you gonna do about it? I'm just not gonna admit that that's obviously a lie. Yeah, like when an yeah, old lady yeah. pretends she's turning 29 again yeah 29 Mm. for the 28th time or whatever good joke good old lady Um, joke so so is saying that you're 60 years young right oh (laughs) 
Um, so is so, this Dragon Quest Builders? I feel like I feel like you and me are on the same game arc, Louisa, in the <laughs> this, the itch that is scratched by Dragon Quest Builders and the one that's scratched by Stardew Valley, which is what I was talking about last week. Yes, are very similar. Um, yeah, it's nice to like get things in order. Like they're literally, it's a grid, and you can put little squares right onto yes. the grid. Like it, everything goes in its correct place, and that is a nice feeling. Yes, I have been playing. <coughs> I've still been playing Stardew Valley. And there is a mod for it where you can access your chests from anywhere in the world, so you don't have to worry about putting them in certain places. And so I have a thousand chests that are each named like, this is where I put vegetables, and this is where I put fruits, and like, just having a box for everything is how I wish real life was, so it's perfect. I like that. I like that this type of game, your Dragon Quest Builders or your Stardew Valleys, is the type of game where I'll sit down and play it for five hours and then have to put it away. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I get that. Uh, these games all have the very smart thing where the most exciting part of the game is also the part where y- the game saves itself. So, like, when you go to sleep at night, the game saves, and then you're like, oh, but tomorrow all my crops will be ready to harvest. I don't want to stop playing now. Like, the time you want to stop playing is in the middle of every day when you're like, oh, well, there's really nothing <laughs> yeah. else to do, but you have to wait to save. Yeah. yeah. I'm, fif- I'm 50 levels into the caves mining uh, slime goo and I'm yeah. about to die and I just want to go do something else. Yeah. <laughs> But I can't turn back now. Yeah, that's how it goes. So, Matt, what got you through the week this week? Well, um, I have been listening to... Jen turned me on to this uh, musician that was from 10 years ago that I never listened to. Hmm. Uh, have you? Do you guys know of the musician Mika? Yes, yes. but not... Specifically, yes. You mean the, the, like, that dude from, like, 12 years ago who had a couple hits, or someone else? Oh, the Brand New Shoes or something was his song? The one that you Love Today. Yeah, the one you probably know is Love Today, where it goes, everybody's gonna love today, love today, love today. No. No? Anyway. Um, he's very much, like, self-awarely influenced by, um, Freddie Mercury, and references Freddie Mercury in one of his songs, because, (laughs) and so, it's sort of like if Queen was happy. Mm-hmm. So it's good. And I've been listening to his stuff and uh, it, it turns out he had four albums between 2007 and 2015. Um, and they're good. And they, they really psych you up to do things. I realized a couple years ago that I really don't have any happy music because mm. happy music tends to be pretty vapid. Um, so yeah. I have like five songs that I listen to to pump myself up and then the rest of my music is all kind of like... Uh, <laughs> Uh, sad noodling on guitars. <laughs> this is interesting because I've just no been weirdos. making a happy song playlist because I like happy music with no yeah. other message, no love message, not even yep. a party message, but yep. just a let's have fun message. I really like that. Yeah, and there's like, yes, there's definitely those kinds of songs on Mika albums, and there's also another genre I like, which is songs that, if you listen to the lyrics, are about very sad things, but sung in a very happy way, and that's the best. Uh, I listened to Mika's first album, Life in Cartoon Motion, so, so much in college. It's Uh, extremely good. And also, in case anyone would question the um, Freddie Mercury connection, he has a song called Big Girls, You Are Beautiful, which is just fat bottom girls make the (laughs) rockin' world go round. But again. I don't know why when Queen was like, hey, let's do a tour again. They picked the dude from Bad Company. 
Like, yeah. just when Mika had just become a huge deal, they were like, we're going to tour again with someone who does all of our songs are not in his vocal range. Yes. <laughs> what? I thought they were doing it with Adam Lambert. Is that not true? Yeah, they do that now, too. But okay. it was, um... Well, Mika, uh, it is was... Very, Mika is very busy being the main judge on the Italian version of oh, The Voice. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, speaking was- of Italians, quick correction. When I thought of that song, New Shoes, that was actually Paolo Nutini. Mm. Okay. And also when I said that that was a spicy meatball, that was hateful and I apologize. <laughs> I have We're to really let the cat out against my Italians room. for some reason on this <laughs> episode. That's true. <laughs> Why are we doing that? <laughs> uh, we started talking about gangsters and it just went down. Uh, it's funny that you're talking about Queen because I have been listening to a ton of uh, Panic at the Disco lately. Mm. And I think uh, Brandon Urie has a very similar vocal style of Freddie Mercury, and I thought that already, and then just listening through a playlist of all their songs, mm-hmm. uh, I found out that they did, Panic at the Disco did a cover of Bohemian Rhapsody for the Yeesh. Suicide Squad movie. Oh, oh God. Yeah, yeah, so gross on that, but... The thing is, the problem is, it is just like an almost completely straight cover of the song. Like, there's nothing almost to even let you know that it's not just the Queen version. Don't do that! Don't yeah. do that, everybody. Yes, that's true. Well, oh that's God. that kind of gets to the crux of what I don't like about Panic at the Disco because I the, their music is fine, but they they have a self importance that I just can't get on board with, mm, and I, I feel like, like that. that's exactly their their kind of thing to do though, where they're just mm-hmm. like, well, we're basically the new Queen, so when we record a new version of this Queen song, it'll be exactly the same as the original. Like, get over yourself. Yeah, well, it does sound the same though. That's the thing. Yeah, I know, but get, that's not good. <laughs> like, yeah, I agree that's not good, but I like their self-importance because I really like people who come up with um, imaginary, meaningful things, mm. like totems or mantras or anything like that, and the fact that they will put like lines in their songs about every beat of your heart, like, yeah, okay, <laughs> what is this supposed to mean? I love it! <laughs> Um, okay, well, I don't, but that's fine. <laughs> um, but if, if you do want to hear stuff that's like Queen, I highly recommend Mika, M-I-K-A, um, and he has a lot of songs that are just, like, unabashedly, joyfully singing about just normal things. Okay, you'll have to recommend to me at some point the happiest song you can think of by him so I can put it on my happy playlist, and I'm gonna okay. put new shoes on there, because I'm a genius. Put Lollipop by Mika yeah. on there, because mm-hmm. that's definitely the happiest sounding. Alright, it's Although not it's actually, secretly yeah. unhappy. What? Well, um... <laughs> I don't, I don't so. want secretly unhappy. He does know. have some of those. Yes, he has one that's... That, <laughs> he has several that are secretly unhappy. Lo- Lollipop <laughs> is not unhappy, but it does tell you to never fall in love. But it says you will be happy if you don't fall in love. <laughs> okay, that might be okay. Because I was going to okay. put a Panic at the Disco song there that I really like, which is Silver Lining. But it's a parenthetical. It is called Fucka Silver Lining. And it's about how nothing is going to go right, but it's very yeah. upbeat. Mm-hmm. And they're not okay, they promise. Yeah. Nope, that's a different band. <laughs> Jeff, put that song at the end of the episode. <laughs> remember, remember when My Chemical Romance covered Bob Dylan's Desolation Row for the Watchmen movie and it was terrible? <sighs> no. But recently <sighs> I saw a picture of the Welcome to the Black Parade, like sepia tone picture of all of them in their band uniforms. But someone had expertly photoshopped it so they're all wearing jorts. <laughs> that was very funny to me. It's pretty good. <laughs> I uh, I like the band Mind Chemical Romance, but every time they cover a song, it's the worst possible interpretation <laughs> of that song. 
Yeah. Yeah. I I just, I guess, I feel the way about My Chemical Romance that I feel when I see, like, a play that was written by someone I know, where I'm watching <laughs> it and I'm like, I, I can see how desperately you want me to, like, think you're cool. <laughs> and I just don't want to. <laughs> Even if it is cool, I don't want to do it. I no. like that you go to see anyone's art and think, mm, they're just trying to impress me. <laughs> yes! Yeah, That's that is exactly what right. art is for, actually. <laughs> You've correctly identified the purpose of art. Yes, Yes, but I like that Matt's thinking it specifically for him. Yes, exactly correct. (laughs) Well, why did they invite me otherwise, Louisa? That's true. It was all elaborate set up to make sure that you would show up. It's true. You're sitting there. Invites don't create themselves, except sometimes I think they do. You're sitting there thinking, why is Mika saying, big girl, you are beautiful. I'm not a girl, and he made this song for me. Listen, when I'm feeling fat, I sometimes call myself big girl in the mirror, so... <laughs> That's not good. If you say it three times, then she'll appear behind you and kill you. <laughs> That's what we all want. Really. I mean, that's kind of one of those stories from Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark that they're going to do in this new movie. <laughs> I like how lazy that is. Just a big woman kills you. The end. That was one of the scariest stories in that book, though. Do you remember that? No. I, of course I didn't read that. There's like a weird big blob lady who eats people or something. I think that that movie is going to take the Goosebumps movie route and have it be all the stuff is coming out of the book trying to kill some teenagers. Yes, but, so lazy. No, but what's great about it is that I feel like Guillermo del Toro was like, okay, I'm going to make this movie in the style of all of these movies that are like scary, quote unquote, and for kids, but not actually scary, but actually make them fucking terrifying <laughs> to trick a bunch <laughs> of parents into bringing their kids to this and then they will cry. Yeah, it'll probably be PG-13 and the director is someone who has not made movies for children in the past. Yes. Hmm. All of the visuals in the trailer look genuinely terrifying. Yeah. I love the idea of making horror for children. I think we've talked about this on this show many times. Mm -hmm. Yes. I I also think that that's interesting and cool and, like, making horror for children is a very specific skill, but I also love that it does not seem like Guillermo del Toro was trying to do that at all with this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, Andre Ovra Doll is the director. He also made The Autopsy of Jane Doe. I keep forgetting. That movie is awesome. What? Um, I have not seen that. It is really scary. It's it's like you expect it to be um, sort of a jump scare, dumb, bad movie, and then it ends up being something more like Reanimator, where it's just like balls to the wall, really wild, gross, actually scary. <laughs> no context for me, because I also don't know anything about Reanimator. Oh, okay. Uh, you did say that the balls were to the wall in it, though. Oh, so okay. Was that on the cover? A little sticker? The, balls to the, the wall? <laughs> the, first, point. the first thing that happens in Reanimator is somebody's head explodes, and and uh, the okay. main character is very happy that this happens. <laughs> oh, so um, it's fun. It's fun then. Yeah. Fun movie. Could we, yes. could we write an action movie starring Jason Statham, obviously, called Balls to the Wall, but the two is the number two? Yes. Uh, I really feel like Crank 2 should have been Crank, colon, Balls to the Wall. Yes. yes. Absolutely correct. Come but they just called it Crank 2. When are we going to have 
around a time machine and go back and fix all these terrible, terrible mistakes that have been made. Yeah, number one, fixing the title of Crank 2. Number two, uh, maybe prevent World War I. Uh, Well, if we have time. Is that your hipster choice because everyone chooses to prevent World War II? If you prevent World War I, you prevent World War II as a consequence. That's true. I don't know that that's true. I think it's true. Yeah, because... I, don't know, I feel like the, the simmering resentment amongst the German people started World War One and World War Two. No, it started World War Two because we were like, hey, you guys started that war and now you have to pay us, and it made them really poor. And then Hitler yes. was like, what if we could be rich again by choosing one group of people to be mad at? Yes, but... I guess my point is, they started World War One because they were kind of angry that they were getting the short end of the stick, Europe-wise, and then... Let's not figure out what? why World Wars happened. <laughs> Let's not do that on our podcast. Wait, isn't that what this show is about? <laughs> Guys, we've been recording for yeah. 38 minutes. But what did Jeff, you do to get yeah. through this week, though? Mm-hmm. Okay, so yesterday I went to the movies to see two films. Ooh, can we guess them? Yes, Will please. <laughs> Okay, was one of them Shazam? Yes, that was my 10 a.m. screening in IMAX. Who's the other one? Captain Marvel again. I know you've already seen it. I did not. No, I I have already seen it, but I didn't want to see two movies about a character named Captain Marvel in the same day. Why not? That would be a perfect double feature. It would be. That is a pretty good double feature. (laughs) Uh, One more guess between the two of you. Dumbo. Yes! God, no. Pet (laughs) Cemetery. Um, Wait, Pet Cemetery? My glowing Dumbo didn't lead you to go see it? Boy, uh, see, yeah. I don't even remember your review, but was it just that Tim Burton's real horny for creepy circuses? <laughs> I have I not I said, seen Dumbo. I think I said that Dumbo was like, it was written by one of those algorithms that watched every Tim Burton mm-hmm. movie and then wrote one automatically without any understanding of what human beings are or feel. You saw Dumbo? Yeah. Yes, I did. I talked God. about it on this podcast. Yeah, remember this podcast, Jeff? No. <laughs> uh, it's very weird to me that they were like, you know what we need to do? Remake the most depressing Disney movie uh, and get the yeah. worst director in the world to also, do it. No, do you know why also, I bet they did it? Because Tim Burton was like, hey, I fucking want to direct one of these live-action movies and I want it yes. to be Dumbo. He already directed Alice in Wonderland! Yeah! That's why they I, let him do this one. I watched the original Dumbo the night before because mm. I was like, oh, I haven't Because you hate yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I mean, I like to have context for things. And do you guys remember the original Dumbo? Because it is crazy. <laughs> I do remember I a lot of it. I watched a video of, about it somewhat recently. <laughs> the first, but I don't remember it. I remember the there's first, a lot of like, elephant abuse. The first 15 minutes is storks delivering babies to zoo animals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. then the last 15 minutes is Dumbo learns to fly, saves the circus, makes a million dollars, becomes an international celebrity, starts his own military takes over the circus, and then gets his mom out of jail. All in the last 15 minutes of this goddamn movie. Yeah, it's important. <laughs> okay. The fact that Dumbo doesn't fly at all until the last 10 fucking minutes of this movie is a war crime. It's really, really bizarre to me that, one, anyone in 2019 would watch Dumbo and be like, oh boy, we need to deliver this story to a modern audience. <laughs> you remember racism against the uh, against African Americans with the crows, but did you remember the racism against the Romani people with the circus folk? Mm-hmm, that's true, although actually the roustabout song, all of the characters are black, so <sighs> y'all, y'all yeah. really really dropped the ball on this one. <laughs> did you, what, what did they do in the new one with 
uh, the crows. They did not have them. Did they replace <laughs> them with the humans? They're just or? making fun of him while he's nope. doing his training montage. It's true. <laughs> no, they teach him to fly, kind well, of. Well, yeah. um, anyway, no, there are no crows. Also, none of the animals can talk in this. Good. Why do Why do his friends call him Dumbo? That's not his name. It's a bully nickname. Yep. Yes, but I mean, this is covered extensively in the movie, so I don't want to go into it. <laughs> Okay. I mean, it would just be like if if you joined the circus and me, the strong man, was like, ah, check out Fat Matt over there. And then your buddy was like, it's okay, Fat Matt. He's just <laughs> hates you because you're beautiful. <laughs> well, A, in the cartoon, the mouse doesn't know his name isn't Dumbo because that's the only name he's ever heard anyone call him. <laughs> that's and so in, awful. In the yeah. new movie, uh, they're like, well, if we just, his original name is Jumbo, but if they're like, well, every elephant is named Jumbo, so you know, Oh my god! (laughs) I'm only calling Craig instead of (laughs) instead of dumbass the elephant, and we're gonna push him off the top balcony of the circus. Also, it might fly. I can't believe we're talking about Dumbo again. Also, (laughs) in the new movie, they the what happens is like they reveal Dumbo to the circus crowd in a baby stroller with a sign above him that says "Dear Baby Jumbo," Mm -hmm. and he's like being pulled by his mom in a stroller, and everyone in the crowd's like, "Oh!" and then his ears pop out. And everyone's like laughing at him. And as he's like flailing around, it knocks the J off the sign and the D from deer falls down to be in front of the jumbo to be Dumbo. Like as if the crowd couldn't have been made the leap without that visual cue. (laughs) Oh, Jumbo sounds like Dumbo, you guys. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, you I need think about one guy. With um, the Hollywood Land sign, because when I first heard that the Hollywood sign used to say Hollywood Land, I'm like, yeah, sure it did. And then the land part just fell off in a landslide. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. But that's true. <laughs> that was yep, true, unfortunately. True. What if so- the Holly part had fallen off and it was just now Woodland? <laughs> It's just advertising the part of L.A. where you go to get killed by coyotes. Yes. No movie would ever have been made if the Holly part had fallen down. Uh, um, so, this other movie, this Pet other Cemetery. Movie, it was Pet Cemetery? Oh, yes, Pet Cemetery. Yeah, it was Pet Cemetery. The Why? 30th anniversary remake of Pet Cemetery. Why wouldn't they hold that for Halloween? Why do they show that now? It's springtime. I don't know. Easter. Probably because the distributor had a gap in their schedule. Um, I've said this many times, but Easter is the second spookiest holiday <laughs> because it is about somebody coming back from the dead. Yeah, that's true. It is about somebody being buried in a place where the ground is sour, and then they come back from the dead and terror their family. <laughs> so, anyone out there trying to get extra mileage out of their Halloween decorations, you're welcome. Yeah, John Lithgow goes up to Jesus's family and is like, "Don't go to that dirt beyond the pet cemetery." So, is John Lithgow good in this? Uh, he is the. Are you familiar with the story of Pet Cemetery? Um, it's yeah. like a it's like a Native American burial ground that they put their pets in so that demons cause the pets to resurrect or something. Is part of it, right? So Stephen King was extremely obsessed with the idea that because of the trauma we inflicted on various Native American peoples hundreds of years ago, that the like it basically cursed all of the land in America, mm-hmm. and so their desecrated holy lands would. Uh, terrorize the colonizers who live there today, which is a really interesting and cool idea, and which also... what's happening as- right now, today, in the United States <laughs> yeah. of America. <laughs> it's also especially surprising that a white author would come up with something that is like an anti-colonial message. Anyway, um, yeah. but yes, it is... 
just like The Shining, uh, is about a building haunted by, uh, or a place haunted by, like, used to be Indians live there. Um, Native mm-hmm. Americans live there. Um, they don't make it explicit that it was, like, a burial ground or something. It's not, like, poltergeist. Oh, okay. Um, it's just, like, he's just like, yeah, I don't know. Just the Native American tribes who lived here moved away, and they were like, yeah, there's a Wendigo out there. We don't go there anymore. And then people started burying stuff there and it came back to life. So I don't know what's up with it. I feel like the thing about a lot of Stephen King stories, including this one, is that while certainly the initial discovery of the magic would be very traumatizing, surely the sequel book would be about somebody figuring out how to use their that magic to their advantage, right? Yeah, I think that I think that when Stephen King is good, he's doing horror correctly, which is someone tries to someone figures out how the magic works or they think they do they try to use it to their advantage and they get punished for their hubris yeah yeah that's, that's pretty true good. uh something i've always wondered though is <clears throat> in pet cemetery is it just pets that come back as zombies or are there human bodies as well oh boy you'll have to uh go to your local cinema and view pet cemetery in theaters <laughs> now to find I will out never <laughs> I Here's the thing, Louisa. Never... Think about what would be scary in a movie mm-hmm. or a book if mm-hmm. dirt made uh, animals come back to life. Would it be scary if it also made people come back to life? I don't understand the question. Are you yes, saying that I think it would be scary. Happens yes. In this movie? So if it okay. every every scary thing that you can get out of burying stuff on this hill makes it come back to life goes on in the movie. Ooh, do they bury like a big pile of ventriloquist dummies? <laughs> that would be terrifying. <laughs> Yeah. Are you implying that ventriloquist dummies are the dried dead husks of real yes. living beings? That explains a lot, yes. actually. <laughs> yes, it does. Yes, of course. Um, did you guys I guess that's why every one of them is haunted. 4, by the way? What? What? Have you, seen, have you guys seen the trailer for Toy Story 4, by the way? Yes. Yes. God, it's horrifying. We already talked about this last week. Yeah, but I hadn't seen the oh. trailer yet. <laughs> I was more horrified by the concept that putting googly eyes on a spork would make it be alive now. <laughs> Yeah, that certainly has some troubling uh, uh, ramifications for that universe. Most troubling of all is how did the porcelain doll Bo Peep change her clothes? Mm, Did she? I thought she still had her same dress on. No, she has a different dress in this one. She's got, like, pants. You see her wearing both in the trailer. Sometimes she's wearing one and sometimes the other. I didn't notice. I I thought she was one solid piece because she's like a lamp fixture, isn't she? Yeah, she is, yeah. Um, Weird. Also... Also significant. Do you think that uh, Pet Cemetery and the Indian in the cupboard are part of the same uh, magical universe? Oh sure, why God. the fuck not? <laughs> what if you buried the Indian cupboard, the cupboard from the Indian in the cupboard, mm, in the no, Pet Cemetery no. dirt? Yeah. Yeah. It's the or, key, it's not the cupboard, because they tried on a chest in one true. of the sequel ones. What if you buried that key? Maybe that's why the animals are coming mm. back to life. Yeah. Yeah. What if you took some of the dirt from the Pet Cemetery? and you mixed it with a little bit of water and made a little man out of it and then wrote uh, in Hebrew on a little piece of paper a command and put it in his mouth. Mm-hmm. But then you wished him free with your third wish. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, and then the monkey's paw finger curled and you heard a knock at your door. <laughs> <laughs> I am genuinely so psyched. This is this is not for anyone except the three of us. So, listeners, you can take a break. Um, yeah. I'm so genuinely psyched that when our GM for Dungeons and Dragons, uh, Chris, realized that he was one magical item short for having a magical <laughs> item for each of us, he was like, uh, and a monkey's paw, why the fuck not? 
<laughs> yeah, he did that in in this game, dear audience. Uh, all of our characters are true bastards, and so it's going to go very poorly. Oh, it's great. I love it so much. Yeah, I me too. Like- I hope we get into some real Twilight Zone shit. That's all I want. Yeah, I oh, feel man. like Chris doesn't have to write any more plot for this game, because he can just let <laughs> yep. us fuck ourselves completely yep. over. <laughs> Have you guys seen that new Twilight Zone yet? No. No. It's pretty I've heard good. Your review. Yeah, I don't want to hear too much because I know okay. you said like it's very like for good and for bad, very classic Twilight Zone. That's a- about all I want to hear. I'm very annoyed at the fact that uh you have to like pay CBS streaming to watch the whole thing or whatever. That's dumb. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You can watch the first one for free on YouTube because yeah. CBS wants to uh, get you hooked, but mm-hmm. it's the it's the other one that's been released so far that I think is the strong one. Like, if they were making... If I was tasked with making Twilight Zone in 2019, most of the first 30 episodes I would come up with would be the basic premise of the second episode. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Alright, so there's the second episode revolves entirely around... A haunted uh, Pokemon cartridge. You got it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Hmm. I was going to say something about a creepypasta, but I realize I don't know the plots of any creepypastas. Slenderman? Is well, the- most of them yeah. are about a haunted Pokemon cartridge, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's uh, Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you right. go and you start the game, and Professor Oak asks your name, and the cursor automatically types in Hitler. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> uh, then you look at the reflection of your Game Boy. Or whatever. <laughs> hey, was, was Shazam good? <laughs> Uh, I enjoyed it, actually. I thought it was a lot of fun. Like, um, they do make one reference to the movie Big, which was cute and not, like, cringeworthy. Uh, Mark Mark Strong was born to play uh, bald supervillains. I'm surprised (laughs) that they didn't waste him on Lex Luthor in a bad Superman movie. Uh, They did actually waste him on Sinestro in that bad Green Lantern movie, but that's a different continuity, so they were able to bring him back to play Dr. Sivana. Oh, weird. Was, um... Black Adam in this one? Uh, not really. Like, he didn't make an appearance when the wizard Shazam, played by Jaiman Hansu, is uh, talking about, like, why he needs a new champion. He does reference the fact that there was a previous champion who turned out to be a real dingus. Did they have- they never made that one with The Rock that they were talking about, right? The Black no, Adam but it seems very obvious to me that they just, like- like selected Black Adam's part in the movie and co- like pulled it out into a different script and then just like pasted in Doctor Sivana yeah. and pretended that it was Find always and him. replace every reference to Black Adam with <laughs> references to Seven Eleven. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was like very obvious because Doctor I don't think Doctor Sivana has magic powers in any of the comic books, mm-hmm. uh, and they give him magic powers in this one. <laughs> Well, you have to give him something, because otherwise that would be boring. Yeah. Otherwise right. he's just a guy with a weird eye. Yes. <laughs> Let's get into a random... Yes, please. Wiki. Did you do your thing, Matt? Yes, I did. Okay. I talked about Mika. Yeah, and then we right. accidentally talked about Dumbo. No, that was during Jeff's thing. We yep. accidentally talked about yeah, that Dumbo was during for a my long thing. time. Oh boy, I'm real excited for this one, guys. I... Ooh. We... Uh, 
I clicked on the random button and I got mm-hmm. Lostpedia. Oh man, you got Lost Lostpedia. Oh, hooray! Wait, is it about the show Lost? It is about the ABC drama Lost. Give guess which rate. show? Guess oh, which show it. I haven't watched? I already oh. put it in the chat. Louisa and I have both watched it. So. Yeah. yeah, it's that's not I'm... showing up for me. Is there a reason for this? Uh, what do you it mean? It's in the, in the chat. It's not. Put it in there me. again. It's not. You have to expand the chat. I did. Oh, go to type in lostpedia.fandom.com. <laughs> I see Fine. you saying hello, Louisa, and then Jeff yeah, I see you saying hello. Again. Yeah, I don't see anything for Jeff. All right, well, fine. Did have you block you me, Jeff, because I would not blame you. Lost Yeah, I deserve it. <laughs> fandom, go on. <laughs> Let me hack into the dot com. Dot com. You can't make that joke anymore. That's the I name of the show now. Forever. Thank you. Ooh, I see the background. I like it. It's all uh, ocean and uh, cliffs and stuff from Lost. Although, there's a very badly photoshopped in uh, still image of, is it Sawyer from Lost, maybe? I'm not seeing it anymore. No, it's gone all plain blue. Oh. On the cliffs in the background on this page, uh, somebody has photoshopped in very badly a very tiny person from Lost who has apparently fallen off the cliffs. I don't know who it is. <laughs> Alright. But they have blonde hair, which makes me think it's probably Sawyer, but I don't remember what happened to Sawyer at the end of Lost, so I don't know if that makes sense as a joke. Yeah, I don't either. I don't remember what happened I... to a lot of them, to be fair. That's true. I, I re-watched Lost less than a year ago. Oh, I, I really want to. I watched the first two-thirds of it and then got bored and stopped. <laughs> I, I stopped around <laughs> the same time I stopped watching it the first time around, I think. <laughs> I really like that show from beginning to end, and I know everyone hates it, and I know that's dumb and not cool anymore, but man, I love it. Uh, yeah, it's fine. It's just boring. Like, that once they start- I love it. Once they start getting into the stuff that's like, not only is this puzzle something that we don't understand, it's not possible to understand it with a human mind. I'm like, well then I'm- fuck, I don't care. <laughs> I'm only working with a human mind, what yeah, am I supposed to do? <laughs> that's the most I've got. I don't even know I've got that. <laughs> Oh, uh, God, it's I a love very good show, though, you guys. The latest news is a link to an article about how a big recurring motif that started in season three didn't pay off. But oh, it would have. Yeah, it God. Remember the smoke monster that just stopped being around? <laughs> I, also, I do not. Polar bears? I, don't. I guess the, they that figured that part out. Yeah, yeah, they figured that one out. So, all right, go on. I'm going to read this little box, which does not have very much information at all. Yep. It's in a bunch of different uh, bold and different shapes of font. I guess it's all the same font, but it's like jumbled, jumbly. Uh, jumbled right. and jumbled. Yeah, that's right. Welcome to Lostpedia, the Lost Encyclopedia, a place that you all made together. That's a reference to the show. Yeah. Currently, 7,378 articles dedicated to ABC's hit TV show, Lost. And then underneath that, it has a broken link to log in using Facebook, I think. Yes. Does it concern anyone else that at 7,378 articles, this Wikipedia about a real TV series that was a huge hit written by celebrity writers was less, uh, is less large than the fandom Wikipedias that we've read about, uh, Percy Jackson novels. Well, everyone wants to write their own thing, though, don't they? They don't just want to catalog lost stuff. I guess so. Yeah, I'm well, seeing I'm, I'm seeing like- a lot of ads for uh, blank white Mountain Dew cans that are a Game <laughs> of Thrones promotion. <laughs> 
Okay. Great. Why, why is that significant to this discussion? I don't know. It seems like it would also have been a good promo for Lost to do a blank white Mountain Dew can and be like, drink the mystery. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Well, this is alarming. Um, one of the main uh, articles here on the front page. Uh, is there a reason for why it's one of the main ones? Mm, popular now, maybe? Anyway, it is uh, Lostpedia is 10 years old. On September 22nd, 2005, Lostpedia was created. That means it's now 10 years old. So okay. this, this article is from 2015. Oh, yes. I, I can't <laughs> imagine have. in the year of our Lord 2019 that there is too much interest in the Lost and Encyclopedia. <laughs> I'm super it, interested in this. When is it going to be? When is there going to be a resurgence in lost exactly. popularity? Exactly. Yes. What you know if what? they just put lo- an episode of Lost on without announcing it, and it's a new episode that actually wraps up the series, mm-hmm. and they just put it on like its normal time slot suddenly what if next week? A new series that's a prequel to Lost about mm-hmm. how Lost babies. found yes, Lost babies, but they were like as babies, all of them. Um, also, which is confusing because one of them is a baby in the show, but oh, there's God. still yes. there's still a flashback to that baby when he was a baby. <laughs> They time travel that baby back to when everyone else was a baby. Here's a problem. (laughs) Jeff said you'd put on an episode that would tie everything up. The last episode did tie everything up. You might not have liked it, but it sure as hell did. I have no opinion on it, because I did not watch any of the show. Alright, that is fair. Um... This is all a bunch of nonsense. Yeah, Jeff just posted a link in the chat, and I I need to know why. <sighs> I still don't see it. I got a random Shit. page okay. titled Jim Greenall, and it says, Jim Greenall is a puppeteer who worked on the polar bear in yeah. special. Uh, Jim Greenall, date of birth, unknown. Origin, unknown. <laughs> Jobs, puppeteer. <laughs> Well, that's this guy's a good. real lost character in that we don't know anything about him at all. Yeah, the main thing that was lost was all details about this real yeah. man who exists. We need a flash sideways on Jim Greenall to see what's happening to the uh, people in his life. We need to flash forward to see what he's up to five months from now, and that's a different show. <laughs> Oh man, um, Jim Jim Greenall seems like a solid puppeteer. That that polar bear was pretty scary. It was. I yeah. assumed it was. I assumed it was computer generated, but uh, now I've learned it's a puppet. I think it's both. Oh, okay. Uh, is I'm trying to think of when the the bear would have been mostly puppet, and I guess it's when it's trying to eat um the little boy. His name I can't remember. Walt, because he's always screaming, Walt, Walt. Yes, that's right, Walt. <laughs> Um, the polar bear? I remember it being dead, and they find when it's dead. Remember that? They find it when it's dead, but before it's dead, it dies because, um, uh, what's his face? Walt's dad shoots it with a gun because it's trying Michael? to- Michael? Michael, yes. Yeah. Oh, I, I was real excited for this because it's, a. Uh... A thing that I don't know anything about, but I think because you two do know about it that I just am falling asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it was such a good show, though. I love those little twists and turns. Yeah. I've moved over to the page about Javier Grigio Markswatch, who was a writer on the show. To get people interested in the show again, all the people on it, and there were so many people on it, and they are famous, but they need to all get way more famous so then people really want to go back and watch Lost. Yeah, eventually Lily is in... Uh, Ant-Man and Wasp now, but since she's the least charismatic character in that movie, I feel like people aren't going to be like, oh, I need to see her in 
more uh, things. I think of her like I think of uh, January Jones, where they're just so beautiful. Like, they don't really have anything else going for them. Like, you just stare at them being incredibly beautiful, but then then what? Yeah, they sure found a lot of excuses to have her be, like, bathing in a waterfall on Lost, huh? <laughs> Is she the most- she's definitely the most famous person to come out of the show, right? Um, I mean, the guy who plays Hurley was on an episode of Once Upon a Time. Yeah, <laughs> playing Hurley again? Basically, yeah. Uh, Ian Somerhalder looks familiar. Yeah, yeah, he was uh, the vampire in that teen vampire show. What was that called? That doesn't narrow it down. What's <laughs> a teen vampire show called? On the It's impossible yes! to know. Vampire Diaries, yes, that's okay. the one. Not there. <laughs> I've never yeah. seen it, and I couldn't identify anyone from it, but that's the one. Also, did Pretty Little Liars have vampires in it? Probably. That sounds about it right. It did not. Oh, man. Um, one of my oh. roommates is is a big fan of Pretty Little Liars, and they just started doing a uh, spin-off of it, and I watched the first episode, and it is so much worse and dumber than I thought it would be. <laughs> yeah, Jen is also a big fan of Pretty Little Liars, and I've never watched it and have no desire to do so, but... Uh, it's just a soap opera, right? Yes, and she's always okay. talking about how stupid and terrible it is, but she still likes it, so it's very funny. Um, it like it I, seems like a very well-made parody of an ABC Family show. <laughs> yes. That's how bad it is. Um, it's delightful to me that I just realized that someday we're going to have to do a Pretty Little Liars wiki, and that would be happy. Oh, is there a Pretty Little Liars fanfiction wiki? That oh, sounds oh, exciting sure to me. sure there is, yeah. Yep. You want to Turns write about a. all your favorite characters. Turns out A was Aunt Jemima all along. <laughs> it was are you positing a world? Fight. <laughs> are you positing a world in which people are really, really into Aunt Jemima as a fictional character so I'm, much that they're inserting her into Pretty Little Liars? <laughs> I'm positing an even more crazy world where they have on an ABC Family show a significant black character. Burn! Burn on you, actually, family! Sorry all you execs are crying now, we know that you listen. <laughs> pretty Little Liars is not good about it, but I think most other ABC Family shows have pretty diverse casts. It's not, uh, like, yeah, the B- it's not mm. like the BBC or anything, but... Yeah, I don't know. I guess... Did they do Blackish on ABC Family? Because they do. Show. The spinoff Grownish is on ABC Family. That's <laughs> terrible. Uh, anyway. So my random page it's is Freeform now, I guess. <laughs> my random page is Ankh. Ankh may refer to the hieroglyph, the Ankh necklace of Paul, the statue of Taro Tarouette carrying two Ankhs, or Jacob's Ankh. So Did that's you pretty post good. Post this in the thing so that other people can look at it. Uh, is this a goddamn? Work, did you get a disambiguation page? That sucks. I mean, well, yeah. Those count as <laughs> There's pages. a lot of them, you know. <laughs> but ironically, when I clicked on a random page, I got one of those pages, the Statue of Towerette. Oh, that's so crazy. Yes. Okay. Tell me about the we're going to we're going to look at Statue of Towerette as a random page and Louisa, you should pick another. I and your it. link did yeah. go through. Well, yours yeah. aren't. Only yours Weird. though, I guess. Um, so Oh, that okay. fucking statue. I love it so much. Wait, Which, were we talking about that first? This, where is the statue from? Because I'm trying to remember where it's shown in the show. I guess it will say on this page. When they come around the corner of the um, 
uh, mountain in one of those weird other timelines they were in. Yeah, when they're coming around the mountain. Yeah, they're coming around the corner, uh, mountain, but also coming the, the mountain. They're in a boat, I think. And then they fucking just see it there. And it's meant to be, I believe, what they see in our normal timeline as just the feet with the three toes. Oh, yes. Four okay, toes. I remember those giant feet where yeah. the, the others pretend that they have, like, little huts before you find out that they have fucking working refrigerators and shit. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, what a good show. I fucking love this show. <laughs> um, apparently, the material of the statue seems to be either marble or granite. Mm-hmm. That's the first and theoretically most important sentence in this description of the Also, statue. Uh, fuck you, fandom wiki, because that is not marble. What are you talking about? There's no way that's marble. Sandstone, maybe. I thought it was, like, black. Is it not black? No, did you click on it? On the statue? Uh, I, I mean, there's no picture <sighs> of it on this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there is. Yeah. I yeah, cannot even close to figure out what the show is supposed to be from this conversation we're having. Yeah, of course you can't. That yeah. is the point. Yeah, the I mean, only thing I know about it is the twist revealed in the last episode and the basic premise presented in the pilot. Do you like seeing very hunky dudes being extremely sweaty and dirty? Yeah. No. Do you like seeing love triangles that are conventionally heterosexual because it is mainstream television of the time, but also there's a lot of homoerotic subtext? Mm, yeah. Do you no, like to see also. big, muscly, meaty dudes just wailing on each other sometimes? Do you like no, to see still. sweaty women covered in uh, mm-hmm. weird rain showers and like uh, waterfalls and stuff? You've caught my interest There again. we go. Yep. Do you like to see Evangeline Lily's bra in every goddamn episode? <laughs> I guess so. I find she's her charming beautiful. in the Ant-Man movies, but, uh... Yeah, she is charming, but she's, like, just beautiful, so you just stare at her and you don't really listen to what she's saying. This I is find. a minor spoiler for the first season of Lost, but, like, you guys knew what you were getting into, so whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I really liked the fact that you find out that she's a, ser- like, a kill- a, a murderer <laughs> Jesus. That's a big she? spoiler! Yeah. Yeah, I know. I just said it. Yeah. We can't huh. talk about the Lost wiki and not spoil some of the stuff that happens in Lost. Yeah. I mean, I'm probably never going to watch it because I don't even watch TV shows that I want to watch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, there's a lot of things that come out about this murder, but you find out that she was, like, on the plane to be extradited back to the United States to be executed for murder. Yeah. And uh, that seemed like it could have gone somewhere cool, but it doesn't. It doesn't go anywhere. Cool. Great. And remember that past when she's like a grifter and she's totally grifting, uh, what's his name? Uh, Castle, Mr. Castle, Mr. Firefly. Nathan. Nathan Fillion. Nathan. Nathan Fillion? Uh, Nathan Lane would have been so much better. <laughs> yeah, she's totally grifting Nathan Fillion by pretending to be in love with him. Yes. You know, when you said Mr. Castle, Mr. Firefly, my brain transformed that into Mr. Bones, Mr. Angel. Yeah. I thought right. you were talking about that guy. Oh, Boreas. Boreas. Yeah. They're not uh, that dissimilar. Yeah, <laughs> they're, the they're both day. big meatheads from Joss Whedon things. You know what dumb, nerdy thing I thought the other day? Like, I'm no better than a fan of Wiki. It's a, it's a shame Bones wasn't still, like, hot and current now, because he loved the Flyers so much that Gritty probably would have been on. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> Oh, uh, what's the first been... What's the first TV show do you think that Gritty will cameo on? I mean, he's, he's already, already been, been on... on the Tonight Show. Yeah. And... No, like a real TV show, not like a, a talk show or the, the news. Goldbergs? Probably. Is that set in Philadelphia? Are they in Philly? 
It is, but set it's in the eighties, just outside Philadelphia. But you're right; it's set back in time, so probably. Maybe they I mean, see that seventies show underneath the uh, center. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and no one else they'll knows. Go to the spectrum. Uh, <laughs> they'll do a Halloween episode set at the spectrum. <laughs> yeah, um, I will say that I went to go see a Flyers game last night, and mm-hmm. there were advertisements for the Goldbergs fucking everywhere. Like every <laughs> sign was a sign that had the Goldbergs on it. Oh, love Weird. it. I like that show, but Jesus. Christ. Christ, there's a lot of ads for it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that it's really weird that there's a spinoff of that show set in the mysterious mid-90s, starring one of the characters from the show, but older, but she's the same age the actor is. Yes. Like, the actor's the same age. It seems like their whole strategy for spinoffs now is one of those characters goes to college. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. That's that's boring. Also, it's always the least interesting character. Um, so, the thing I clicked on for my random I'm choosing from that disambiguation page is Jacob's Ankh. Okay. And I would like to read you a paragraph because it will make no sense to Jeff, and I think it's very okay. funny. <laughs> I'm excited. All right. <clears throat> When Hurley time-traveled from the 1970s back to 2007, he brought the guitar case and the Ankh with him. After he, Jack, Kate, Sawyer, and Jin were captured by the others and taken to the temple, he gave it to Dogen as a proof that he had spoken to Jacob. After opening the case, Dogen removed the Ankh and broke it in half, revealing a scroll hidden inside the wood. Ooh. Mm, What the hell? (laughs) What? I got super excited that a building, which I believe was the one where uh, Dogen lived, the temple, in Lost, was recently on uh, Westworld, and that was very exciting to me. This second paragraph is even more incomprehensible. (laughs) Reading this scroll prompted Dogen to ask the names of each of the survivors, who were held at gunpoint and were just about Mm -hmm. to be shot dead. By whom, I ask. (laughs) On hearing their response... Which was what? He called off the shooters and told his people to take Saeed to the spring. Mm -hmm. When asked what the scroll said, Lennon replied that it stated if Saeed died, everyone in there was in a lot of trouble. In a sense, this prophecy was fulfilled. Saeed died, and Mm -hmm. as a result, many of the others were killed in the temple massacre. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Also, uh, Jeff, you don't (sighs) know this fun little Easter egg, but one of these others at this temple who did die was um, Rob McElhenney from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> because he was a big, right. he was a big fan of Lost, and he really wanted to be on the show, so they put Another him on the show. Another show I don't watch. <laughs> Speaking the of first... Philadelphia, oh my god, that's what Gritty should be on. God oh, damn it! Yes. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really he is. might have even already been on it. I don't watch that show. <laughs> I haven't watched it in a few seasons, but I would not be at all surprised to find out that uh, it's part of Gritty's lore that his like stepbrother is uh, Danny DeVito. <laughs> Not, not uh, the character from <laughs> Always Sunny in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. just Danny DeVito. Okay, yeah, sure. Uh, Gritty and the It's Always Sunny um, Twitter accounts have been tweeting at each other. Good. Mm. I so like it. So probably, it'll probably happen. Yes, for sure. Oh, man. Even though they did that episode a- about the Philly frenetic. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, they're definitely going to do one just like the one about the Philly frenetic where <laughs> yeah. uh, Charlie tries to Gertie. fuck Gritty. <laughs> I really like in that episode, though, they call him the Philly Frenetic the entire time. And then at the very end, yes. <laughs> uh, Charlie snaps in court and he's like, and we have to call him the Frenetic because of lawyer reasons. And I can't call him the Fanatic, even though we all know that's who it is. <laughs> yes. It's very funny. Oh, man, that show is still pretty good. <laughs> 
I don't like it because it's about Philadelphia. <laughs> I liked Shazam because the the only Philadelphia thing that happens in Shazam, which is set in Philadelphia, is, is that why? Yes, uh, I because New York is crowded. Now is okay. it set in West Philadelphia? Uh, he was born and raised there. Who's to say? Mm-hmm. Well, he's not raised because he goes straight from born to adult man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what you. Shazam was about. It's about a newborn baby who discovers a wizard, and when the baby manages to babble the word Shazam, he turns into a full adult who can't walk and is constantly pissing all over himself. Yeah, you know, they always say that the best way to, to like elevate a story is to heighten the, the criteria of it. And we've seen a lot of, like, young boy turns into adult man. We've never seen a baby that turns into an octogenarian. <laughs> Alright, it's gonna be big too, even bigger, and it's Tom Hanks... Tom Hanks' son uh, goes up to the Zoltan machine. (laughs) Okay, Tom Hanks' grandson goes up to the Zoltan machine and is like, goo goo gaga and Zoltan is like, okay, I guess. (laughs) You guys, we have to fucking stop talking about the Zoltan machine so much. (laughs) No, it's about oh no, I was going to say something but I think it might be too disgusting. Uh, And the last last The last finger of the Zoltan machine curls down and there's a knock at the door. Zoltar! No, I think it's Zoltan. No, it is Zoltar because I just looked it up. Oh, okay. What's Zoltan then? You made that up. But, no, the, the, I'm just going to describe the opening scene of this movie I was about to describe that yes. it might be too disgusting, where a pregnant woman puts her hand on the Zoltan machine and says, I wish to see what my baby will look like as an old man. Oh no, <laughs> this is horrible. Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say God. things anymore. <laughs> uh, but that's actually the prequel to Benjamin Button. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Anyway, there's a part where Zachary Levi, as Shazam, is running through a toy store and he steps on a toy piano and it surprises him and then he leaves. And then he shoots it with lightning. <laughs> <laughs> he does shoot a lot of things with lightning. It's like his primary power. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, if you could, wouldn't you? Oh, man. I would all if the time. <laughs> If you could change your fate, would you? No. <laughs> nope. But about lightning. Not. Sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> so, like, part of the problem with Lost is the fact that they really traded very heavily in the extant imagery of real religions that people believe in, in a yes. way that's not super great. That's true, but also, I love it because there's so much symbolism, and I love that. Yes. I challenge you to find a religion that is old enough that there is not at least one person who practices it. Um, Even as, like, a throwback. I mean, I feel like a lot of people practice a lot of religions... As a bit? Semi-ironically, <laughs> or, yeah. like, to be cool. Yeah. Like, no one is worshipping Thor realistically these days, are they? Mm, Neo-Nazis. Uh, I think they're more Define. worshipping, worshipping Chris yeah. Helmsworth. <laughs> Hemsworth. Hemsworth, same diff. Yep. Oh, um, man, I really just love... Fucking love this wiki. <laughs> I'm seeing gonna... a thing, a little chart for Jacob, who's a major character. But then there's uh, centric episodes, so list of ones about him, flashback characters, associated characters, and then items and locations. And it's just stuff like lighthouse, painting, rug. So that's yep. awesome. <laughs> Do you think, Louisa, that you will be able to rewatch all of Lost before I finish watching Cleopatra twenty five twenty five? No, absolutely. Given not. that Cleopatra twenty five twenty five is only one season long, and or no, two seasons long. Who knows how that happened? But it's going to be extremely bad and hard to watch. No, because if I Clerical sit down for more error. than five minutes, I fall asleep. Yes. Well, 
<laughs> oh my god, are you cursed? <laughs> yeah, I am cursed. That's cursed by capitalism. Thank you. Thanks. You have you have the speed uh, bomb strapped to you, but it's you just can't sit down. Yeah, crank three, sleepy. <laughs> The bomb is like a whoopee cushion and is under all the seats. If you sit down, you have to sleep. You yeah. can't sit down or it'll make a loud fart noise and embarrass you. That's the, it's, <laughs> That's you actually could sit down if you wanted to. Yeah, I don't know why they let the jackass guys write the script for Crank 3, but it's pretty good. <laughs> so, Matt, you said yeah. no one goes to this wiki, but recent activity, Oceanic Flight 815, was edited just 18 hours ago. Ooh, do you- let's see what the edits were. <laughs> it's just Baba Booey, Baba Booey, I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> I do extremely want to explore the idea of Crank 3 made by the jackass guys, though. Can we go back to that? Um, No? <laughs> Ah, damn, okay. <laughs> I don't uh, care about Jackass or Cranked, so... Apparently, uh, on April 7th, 2019, uh, a user named Harmonic updated the aircraft model of the Oceanic Flight 815. Huh. It must have been wrong before this, which is crazy. Yeah, you want to make sure <sighs> that's correct. You really yes, do. Are we falling into a lost ARG within yeah. the history of the Lostpedia? That would be radical, actually. If yeah. we were just like, we're bringing back Lost, but there's no episodes of it. Anything in the entire world could be part of a Lost ARG, is the yes. thing that I have figured out about this Didn't show. Didn't they do an ARG? Wasn't there a thing where you could go to a website that was like was. Hurley's p- page or something? Yeah. Yes, he had like a, a, like a fake that. blog. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, also, this is very good and I like it very much. <laughs> I keep very saying much. that, I know. Yeah, you gotta stop. Oh, shit. It's difficult. <laughs> I think Lost is one of the TV shows, that, there must be a list of this somewhere, but the t- a TV show that has the most different languages in it. Mm. Do you know what I mean when I say yes, that? Yes, I do. Because, man, they had a lot of languages. Yeah, I think that Lost actually was a show that probably, I'm trying to think of another one, a, a show that like most sympathetically showed the other side of like the Middle Eastern wars Yes, that, that America had has been doing for our most of our lives. Yeah, and it did like obviously the main characters the ones you think of are all white and that's no good. But yes. it did have a lot of like three-dimensional characters who were people of color. Yes. <clears throat> I think that it, they did a very interesting job of setting up characters who seemed villainous until you saw the episode that showed things from their point of view and then you realized that they were actually the nicest people there. Yeah. I found you I f- um oh, what's that guy's name? Desmond? No, although that's a good one too. The the, yeah. the um was he Korean? <laughs> the clue? Korean guy? Oh, Jin. Jin. Yes. Oh, because he was like a gangster. Yeah, and he was like a murderer, and he was maybe yeah. abusive to his wife. But then yeah. you see him, and it's like, oh no! Like, so was he? Was he in the Jets or the Sharks? If he yeah, was a gangster, that's right. yeah. Sharks, because it's all about. The ocean and Being stuff. A fisherman, right? Oh. His dad is an old fisherman. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh my god, what a good show! Yeah. <laughs> this fucking show, you guys. <laughs> yep. So I found the edit, and it was in the section aircraft model, mm-hmm. but it was just fixing fixing a place where it said crashed landing and changed it to crash landed. Crashed landed. Hold on, they changed it wrong. Oh no! <laughs> Go Don't and edit it again. It. No, it no. was supposed to be crash landed, not crashed landing or crashed. Landed. Yeah. I'm gonna edit it. <laughs> uh, now the the second most recent edit on the wiki was in the user talk page called "Boobs Penis." Huh. Created great, huh. and the comment somebody posted on here was, "Hey." <laughs> 
I really like that. <laughs> Can you send me a link to boobs penis, yeah, please? No I'm putting it in the chat so that we can all see it. Uh, I like that another recently edited one is Greg Grunberg, who is an actor and not a character, although he was a character on the show. Well, he's in everything J.J. Abrams makes. Yes, but everything else is like show uh, plot specific and then just Greg Grunberg. Yep. No, there's a lot of stuff that's like the actors on the show. Well, not in recently edited, I'm saying. Now, was Boob's Penis an actor? Or <laughs> oh, yeah, yes. Says, hey there, how are you? Yep, hey. <laughs> it's so good. It's like, <laughs> in a way, the fact that it's such bad trolling almost makes it better than if it was good trolling. <laughs> I like that the hey there, how are you, like, throws you off kilter. Like, it's not raunchy, so you go, ugh, I get what this guy's doing. It's like... Am I am I the one who's confused? <laughs> yeah, it's almost <laughs> is like he normal was like, somehow. Are, is this gonna somehow let me make a page called Boobs Penis? It did. Now what do I do this, with this power? This is a user's page. This is the user Boobs Penis. Oh, okay. They're not yeah, following any pages, but they've edited something about themselves. I guess. Hold on. Let's see their contributions. Hmm. No contributions. Hmm. Interesting. The, all they did was sign up for the lost Wikipedia. And name themselves Boobs Penis. <laughs> uh, and then put on their talk page, which is not their profile or their blog, heading hey, text, hey there, how are you? <laughs> I like this and is th- how you meet lost fans. <laughs> this happened on Friday. Yep. They are living their life. <sighs> God, I'm so tired. This <laughs> you've this aged. wiki is you've been this wiki fun. is gonna knock me out. You're in, you're trapped in a flash forward, Jeff. Oh yeah, yeah you gotta get let's... back to the island, Jeff. Yeah, you gotta oh, go no. back. The show's gonna get canceled. It's got the Pink Ranger in it, and it's produced in Canada. <laughs> What? Flash forward. Uh, is that right, no? Flashpoint was that one that had the pink ranger in it. Flash forward was a John Cho vehicle. Oh, who knows? Oh, are you speaking talking of about, John Cho vehicles? Are you talking about the new Cowboy Bebop? Yes, slam dunk. Mm-hmm. His it. vehicle in this case will be a spaceship. Yeah, that's right. Did Got you see him. the great? Somebody posted like some site like Vox Media or something posted an article about this, and they called the the uh, the spaceship the Bebop. <laughs> Okay. Funny to me. Uh, I guess the ship is actually called the Bebop. Huh. Yes, it is. Okay, hmm. I don't watch it. Yeah, oh, no. it's very good. Is it though? Uh, yes. Are you familiar with the meme "Cowboy Bebop at his computer"? No, no I don't want uh, to describe it. To yeah, you let's not have any meme talk. <laughs> Can I please? Yes. <laughs> You've got a whole Mastodon account now for describing memes. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Wait, do you really? I want to follow you if you do. No, I don't have one just for describing memes. I just started an instance at coolmemes.biz. But you did name yourself Meme Explainer. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. My display name is Meme Explainer. Yes. Uh, okay, well, thanks everyone for listening to our show. Um, Thank you. If you liked it, please rate and review us on iTunes, and please recommend us to your friends. It very much helps us to grow. Um, please reach out to us if you'd like to. You can reach us on uh, Twitter at HackTheNetPod, or you can email us, seeingreddit at gmail.com. And if you want to get in touch with me personally, you can uh, find me on Mastodon, MattHeron at Mastodon.cloud. I am also on Mastodon, as you just heard. I'm Jeff at CoolMemes.biz, or CoolMemes.biz 
is slash at Jeff. I don't know if the coolmemes.biz email forwards still work. I'm going to have to f- see, but if you want to email me, Jeff at funtimes.online definitely still works. I'm going to f- have to figure out how to make the email forwards still work while also keeping my, uh, what's it called? My Mastodon instance up. You can go listen to my other podcast, Creepy Podsta, wherein I, I guess that's one where I just explain memes, because Creepy Pastas, <laughs> Creepy Pastas are just memes. Uh, they're just memes. Yeah, they're mimetic storytelling. Um, so I describe them and then say why they're bad. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes me and Matt are also on that. So that does also there. happen on occasion. Uh, one fun <laughs> recent episode, and by recent, I mean it came out in December, had Matt on it, and we talked about, um, what was that game? Mouth Sweet? Yes. And the creator of the game was like, hey, thank you for talking about it. Hmm. Um, yeah, but so if, if you created a game and you want Jeff and I to inexpertly talk about it, then uh, <laughs> let us know. Oh, I was just going to offer the exact opposite advice. <laughs> oh. uh, I was going to say, but if you've written a creepypasta, don't listen to the episode about yours. Yeah, that seems like a huge that- mistake. Steak. You're I not allowed to. Two, it's not for you. <laughs> these two are, uh, pieces of advice could dovetail quite nicely. Send us your game, but do not listen to us talk about it. <laughs> uh, because we were so nice about it, I thought it was fine to tag that person in the tweet, because we liked it. Yes. Um, well, anyway, I, you I can, can also... Pre- I can like anything if I know that... <laughs> if you get paid enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of pay, you can go to Patreon and give me money. You can give me a dollar a month to get some digital rewards. I'm probably just going to describe the movies I've seen in theaters and give them brief reviews, since I do enough of that now. I do so much movie theater stuff that I could just do movie reviews and get, like, three pages of content each month. Um, Mm -hmm. So I'll do that, and also I just posted... uh, I'm a little behind, so I just posted the first of the two March rewards, and it was the first bonus episode for Hack the Net. Uh, Hack the Net Minisode 1 from an episode we just did. I wish I could remember the subtitle for, like, not the subtitle. called it The Big Sip, but... The Big Sip, yeah, because I take a big sip at the very beginning of it. The whole rest of the thing has nothing to do with that. It's mostly us talking about who should be the next Alex Trebek. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Uh, Pretty good, though. Um, Um... you, Jeff, can I suggest that if you're going to review movies, you should review all of these movies as if you are somebody who has never seen or heard of the thing? So what if I what if I do it as if I as if it's the first movie I've ever seen? Yes, exactly. You just be like, <laughs> yeah. there is a train coming straight towards me, and I ran out of. <laughs> I had to shoot it with my six shooter because I'm a coward. <laughs> so I saw this cool building, and I walked inside, and there were a bunch of pretty pictures, and I touched the one with my favorite comic book character, Captain Marvel on it uh and but there was a man dressed as him in the image and, and i didn't know what that was about said, sir don't put your hands on the movie screen <laughs> i walked in and i sat down in a chair and then suddenly everything started exploding in front of me <laughs> for two and a half hours it, so it turns out that this crazy building i went into changed all the rules <laughs> yeah, so five out of five stars for a movie theater <laughs> What would be I what would be the craziest movie to show someone who had never seen a movie before that like what would you pick first if you wanted them to just like die from watching a movie? <laughs> Something David Lynch made probably. Yeah. Oh, uh Pippi Longstocking. <laughs> Yeah, David Lynch's Pippi Longstocking. <laughs> Wait, hold that. on. That's just the girl with the dragon tattoo. 
that's extremely good. I do like the idea that the girl with the dragon tattoo is just grown up Pippi Longstocking and it is dressed. That's genuinely what it's based on. Is her father a cannibal? Uh, her father's a bad man, yeah. Well, I don't know that he's that bad in Pippi Longstocking. I mean, he is explicitly a cannibal, but he seems nice otherwise. Oh, okay, that's weird. <laughs> I don't know anything about Pippi Longstocking, I just know that the uh, author of Girl with the Dragon Tattoo is like, I'm just gonna do Pippi Longstocking, but as a as a violent <laughs> adult book. Mm-hmm. Pretty watched- Longstocking, am I right? Jen and I watched Gritty, Pippi Longstocking, long-stocking like three months ago. Gritty Longstocking. Yes, I yes, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I'm imagining Gritty and Longstockings <laughs> no, now. Thanks. No. That's what you wanted. <laughs> you you wrought this reality, Lisa. <laughs> Look upon your works, ye mighty in <laughs> despair. Um, anyway, we watched yeah. Pippi Longstocking like six months ago, and then last night somebody asked us about it, and we were trying to describe the movie, and in doing so, it felt like we were describing a dream, <laughs> because <laughs> the rules of that movie are insane. And it's actually well worth watching, just because it's the craziest movie I've ever seen. <laughs> <clears throat> Louisa, tell us about you. Oh, I took a big sip of coffee because I thought you were going to talk about Pippi Longstocking for a while. Right? Yeah, that's right. Callbacks. Um, you can find me on Mastodon, Louisa at Mastodon.xyz. Come and talk to me and join our Discord if you want. I will get you in. I've got to in with the she creators. Knows the guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks everyone uh, for listening to the show and for talking about us. We appreciate it. Uh, please, please come back next week. But in the meantime, don't forget about us. Your net net. I'm hacking onto the web. Gross ASMR. Gross ASMR? Is that your new thing? Yeah, it is. All yeah. ASMR is inherently gross. That's true. It's a fact. I'm going to eat a bunch of yogurt right into the microphone. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, God. God. <laughs> oh, no.